Welcome to the New School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to turn the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. What is up, dirty dogs and saucy salamanders? What do you think of that one? Hmm? That was impressive. I like Alliteration and animals go hand in hand like lamb and tuna fish. So welcome to another episode of the new school of success. Nick and I have a powerful topic uh, that will change your life. What else is new? But the reason why it's so cool is because it's something that I'm actively walking through right now. So you'll actually get to see us coach each other on this topic in real time. So you're welcome in advance. But really quickly, we have an amazing new review from an amazing listener that we want you to become aware of because we really just want to incentivize you to leave a review too because like we said, Nick and I's egos, it's pretty much the only reason why we started this podcast was. Yes, we like to be told that we do nice things. Yeah, so leave us a review, it means a lot. Plus it helps with like other things in our life. Plus, we just love to put you on display and appreciate you. So. Nicholas, who we got today? I wish I could give you an actual name. Their nickname on iTunes is App Structure, A-P-P Structure. Um, So thank you to uh, said anonymous reviewer. It says, get out of your own way as the title. It says, so I'm about seven episodes in, and if there's one thing these two have taught me, it's this. When you realize that you have the power to change your outcome, change your outcome, life becomes awesome. Punctuation sometimes is very important. Mm. We live our lives on the notion that we, what we know must be it. These limiting beliefs only lead us to think my current situation is all that there ever will be. It's time to break those habits and be the human you were meant to be. Keep up the good work, guys. Wow. Dang. Wow. Very thorough. Very to the uh, thorough structure. and to the point at the same time. It's very nice of them. Very kind. Yeah, Thank you, APP Structure. You, or lady. Mm-hmm. We don't know who you are. but Yes, we you. have no Thank idea. You. Thank you. So yeah. You go ahead, Julian. You dive today, in. Today we're talking about mastering transition. Mm-hmm. mastering transition because in order to get from where you are to where you want to be, you got to transition. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say right you got to transist, but I, I think that's like a car term transistor radio. I don't know, but mm, yeah. yeah, like so many people and, and this used to happen to me all the time. Like you call for this massive change. You write down your goals, you visualize your goals, you set standards and then things actually start to change. And what happens? The mind and body you're attached to go, whoa, no, this is too much. I'm going to go into hiding. I'm going to go into overwhelm mode, uh, stick my head into the sand and wait for it all to go away. Right? It's, it's funny. Our hearts want powerful change. Sorry, Paco is eating wires over here. That's my little puppy. Um, Damn it. Your heart Paco. always craves expansion and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's hacking the mainframe. Uh, your, heart, <laughs> your heart desires this massive expansion, always. And your brain hates it. So it's the, you know, it's, and that's why we always talk about mastering the mind, mastering the ego. Yeah. And I'm not sure how well my, uh, not sure how well my, I think it was cutting out there a second. But anyway, to reframe. We're back. Go ahead. We're back. Yeah. Your brain doesn't want the expansion that your heart does. That's, that's a, it's a little irony of being human. And so the reason why we're talking about this is I'm heading through a transition right now. And Nick and I will jam on that in a bit and let you know what's going on. But boy, oh boy, I've been a coach for a long time. And I know all the strategies, all the neurophysiological tips, tools, and frameworks yet. Sometimes 
change is just really fucking hard and scary. Yeah. It doesn't matter what level you're at in life, what tools you have, what things you've learned, what things you've put into practice. It just doesn't matter. Like you said, the, the heart wanting to grow and the, the mind wanting to stay as is, it's like the civil war that is never ending <laughs> and it becomes even more um, pronounced when you near into and, and kind of edge into that place where you can see tangible things shifting around in your life. You can, yeah. you know, work on the internal state. You can work on the internal emotional state, the mental state. We talked about that at length. Um, but when it starts to get real and the civil war starts to really start <laughs> to bang out inside yeah. of your body and your mind is when you are sitting with actual tangible change, like your business is shifting. I know that we'll talk about that a little bit. I know that when I transitioned from a married man with a wife to a married man now with a daughter, like that was just massive bombs of, mm -hmm. of civil war action inside me. Like my heart absolutely wanted to be a father. It was excited. It was fun. Um, but my mind was like, dude, but this is going to rob you of all of your, your free time. It's going to take away your, your freedom. It's going to um, be really, really hard. And you, you might not be as good as you think you are. Like it was just this extreme clusterfuck inside of my body and my mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the other side of that coming through, now my daughter will be two in, in March. Shout out um, Lucy. Shout out Lucy. Like I now know on the other side of that, that I'm fine and also better for going through yeah. said transition. Um, but when you're in it, which Julian kind of spoke to, he's, he's kind of working through in, the, in this moment, um, no matter what the tools are, it's just yeah. like, okay, uh, this kind of sucks. What do I do to get it out of it? It's not that you yeah. get out of it. It's really like, how do you move through it knowing that you're going to be safe in, in yeah. the process? You know? Yeah. And Nick and I, we, we talk about your mind and body as separate from you because they are, right? If you've ever thought something to yourself, which we all do, we experience 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. There's a thinker, but then there's someone receiving those thoughts, right? There's someone hearing that inner dialogue. So that's the real you. And and I was telling Nick before this, I'm going through a big transition professionally, uh, merging with a partner and really helping him grow out his coaching platform. And, you know, that requires me to leave behind old pieces of myself, old pieces of my business, old pieces of, uh, man, just old, old labels I used to brand myself as. And I can tell you without a doubt that it's a good thing. I can tell you without a doubt that it's going in the direction, like I'm going in the direction that my heart is calling me in. And I like, and here's the best part. Like I know for a fact that life supports life. When you zoom in on who you are, you're just life force. You're just little particles buzzing with life force. And the flow of life can only work to the expansion and support of the flow of life. So I know that not only is it gonna end up in an amazing way, it's gonna end up exceeding what I could actually predict from my limited point of view. So like all these amazing things are going on and my highest self is aware of all of it. But yeah, the mind and body that I'm attached to, they're throwing a little hissy fit and they're creating all these nasty negative what if scenarios in my brain and they're, and they're creating a lot of tension and stress that I can tangibly feel in my body. And so, you know, it's, it's cool to have that level of mindfulness where I can look at it and be like, oh, I'm not these things, but shit the mind and body that I'm attached to that I use to navigate this earth, they're experiencing it. And boy, it's not, it's, it's not the most fun thing. And so we're talking about this because when you can learn to expect this as just a normal part of the process, you become really invincible. Yeah. I mean, it, it is 
one of the most powerful things to have the awareness. And then obviously within that awareness, having the human, um, having the human reaction of like, this is okay that I'm going through this. Like I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be all right. Like this is a part of the process. Otherwise, um, like th there's a certain you know polarity to this, like going through that transition and kind of feeling the suck of that moment. The polar opposite being the pure bliss when you kind of work through, navigated through it, um, and knowing that you've powerfully kind of uh, stepped into something bigger, better than where you were before, where your body and mind was like, let's stay here, let's stay here. When you get to the other side of that, you're going to fear, feel the the polar opposite of the the fear that's coming through you, the the emotional, uh, you know state that you're in where it's kind of dragging you down and wanting you to stay as is there's a beautiful humanness of saying i'm okay where i'm at these are natural this is not me being flawed in any way i'm experiencing transition but knowing that this is what my body and mind are doing to me i can still move through it um despite how my emotional state is telling me to shut things down stay where i am um, because on the other side of that it's going to be a polar opposite polar match in terms of how awesome it gets to be when you choose your heart over the body and mind that wants to stay as is. Um, and I was going for a while there and I forgot where I was going. Yeah. So Julian, if you could pick it up, maybe I could, yeah, I could no, come I think, back to where I was. I think that makes sense. So like I was saying, when you can learn to expect this as just a normal part of the human process, this is what usually holds people back, right? This is when people usually get into this phase of transition. When, when that happens, they, they go, they go, shit, is this weakness, right? Is this a sign from the universe? Is this a sign? Uh, is this a sign from life that I shouldn't, I, I'm not actually good enough. I'm not actually ready to do this, right? It's, it's this awkward transition period where you are learning new things. You are, you know, to use a sports metaphor, you're swinging and missing most times, right? Like in order to get the reps down, you got to get through some sloppy looking reps, right? And so this is when people, if they don't expect this, it's just a normal, healthy part of the process, they start to believe that inner dialogue. And they're like, well, my mind is talking smack to me and my body feels really tense and bad. I should turn back. I should turn back, right? And it's like, and like you were saying, like, don't turn back because just around the corner is the exact opposite feeling. The feeling that you ultimately were craving when you started which is that, yeah, that feeling of evolution, that feeling of expansion, that feeling of standing where you are, looking back at where you came from and being like, I was that. Yeah. And I'm this now. And that's, that's what makes the human journey so fucking awesome, right? Right. Is, is the ability to do that. And so, um, yeah, it's easy to let the inner dialogue become your reality. Yeah, for sure. And that's why so many people stay as they are. That's why so many people feel that stuckness in their body is because they they fall victim to the the inner dialogue the ego telling them like this is a stop sign when it's really a like let's keep freaking going sign um mm. are you changing paco's diaper over there dude he's just he's the neediest guy in town yes paco wears diapers people yeah we gotta keep him in check but <laughs> i'm watching julian try to raise paco over some cords <laughs> while i'm trying to talk to you anyway um so yeah it yeah, a lot of people just get stuck in the dialogue and they stay there and they're like, oh, okay, I guess this is the reality that I must stay in. But if you can choose to push on past, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing about the human experience. Tell us the story, Nick. Tell when did this tell happen you for stuff. you? I know you said when, when, when daughter stuff was happening, but what about when coaching stuff was happening? 
mm, when coaching stuff was happening. Did, how did this play out in your sweet life? I mean, every time that I have pushed to a different level of coaching. Um, now, I, I think just tactically within your uh, speak of your transition, you're going into a different model. So you're kind of doing the things in a different way, or at least you're transitioning towards that. Mm -hmm. Mine has been, you know, just me and my, my business and kind of shifting the way I do things within myself. So, you know, every time I've kind of looked at it a little bit differently, said, I'm going to try some different stuff and really, um, even when it comes to like investing in myself to a place where I have support in my life, there have been just red flags, like not, not red flags, little things that they are opportunities for me to shrink back into my old story. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one time I invested in a coach that I'm, I'm currently working with and it was the most money I'd ever put down on any kind of investment in myself. And a part of me, my heart was like, oh, this is exciting because I know that having this guidance, having the support is going to lead to new, newer, bigger, bolder things within my business. But then, you know, the ego was like, oh, no, here we go. Now it's going to be. And within 24 hours of, of pushing the money across the digital table, I get, you know, my, my car needs to have like a thousand dollars worth of work done on it. And that was that, that opportunity for me to shrink back. And whether it's a, a tangible opportunity or just this emotional state that we, we experience when we're transitioning out of where we were and moving into where we want to go, it's just a matter of seeing it not so much as a stop sign or as a like a get the hell out of here sign. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to press on. I don't know how it's going to, to, to look exactly, but I know that it, that feeling from the heart that came through and was like, oh, this is exciting. That's the thing that it's going to feel like on the other side of you trusting that the mind and the ego is just scared and, and just kind of comforting it and saying, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it, we have to stop here. Actually, I read something in a book that I am currently working through. In a book, in a book. It's called The Wait. Quartz of Miracles. Oh, God damn it. Have you read this? Have you read this? I wanted to recommend Dude, it to you. I don't know it, if you've read it yet. It has been infiltrating my world over and over and over. And it's what? It's 365 like little lessons, right? Um, so Isn't it's it got like a lot of stuff going on in here. Uh, it's massively thick, but anyway, there was something that I read this morning that might speak to this conversation. I don't know if I can find it exactly. Um, but isn't it like daily practices or something? Or? No, no. That's, um, no, that's not a course then. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, the, the important thing that I, I want to speak to about the ego and, and how we, um, we can't like see the difference or like separate ourselves from it and know that we're going to be okay. It said something about how, how animals, you know, work with their offspring or, or treat their offspring. Um, humans as well. Like if it's something that came through us, came from us, something that we created, it's really hard for, uh, and it, it's nearly impossible for someone to part ways with that thing because it's of us. It came from us. It was something we created. And the ego is something that we create. It is, it is something that's born in the mind from our own creation. So like trying to separate ourselves from it or push it away from us is it feels like it's offspring of us. Therefore, trying to disregard it is, is really, really difficult. So like when you're in this season of transition and your ego is starting to speak up, there's a part of you because you're a coach and because you're, you have all this tangible knowledge of how to move through this. There's a part of you that's like, no ego, get out of my way. But at the same time, the ego was born from you. It's like your offspring in a way. So like trying to almost kill it off and, and disregard it is, is really, really hard. So there's, there's a part of the process that I think yields itself to not hating the ego, not frustrating yeah. yourself with the ego, but like kind of hugging it and saying, we're going to be okay. And just like you would for a small, a small child, you just gave Paco a kiss or, or give the, the, the small offspring a kiss. It's like ego. I know that you're scared. 
I know that you're feeling all the feelings right now, but trust me, I have experience in this. We're going to be okay. Like you've transitioned through different parts of your, your coaching business and life before. And on the yeah. other side of all of those transitions, you've been okay. So it's, it's kind of a matter of like talking to your ego of it as if it's like a small scared yeah. child, you know what yeah, I mean? And it's, and it's also identifying the symptoms and not letting them freak you out. Right? Like, mm-hmm if you push your muscle past its current threshold so that you can become bigger and stronger, it's going to be sore. Right. Yeah. Now, most people know like, yeah, it's just part of the evolution process. Right. But if, you know, when we freak out at the symptoms of our own transformation, we actually slow ourselves down. Right. So what I'm experiencing now, a lot of this stress and this negative self-talk that, yeah, as far as a pattern goes, typically comes up when I'm on the verge of some huge transition. Yeah. You got to understand, it's just like the muscle soreness. Like, you don't freak out. You just understand, like, yeah, the muscle soreness is part of me transforming my body, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's part of me growing into a stronger version of me. It's a growing mm-hmm. pain, right? And, um, well, Nick and I talk a lot about, like, yeah, don't grind, don't hustle, don't, don't needlessly suffer. But sometimes on this, on this game of evolution, there's pain. Right. Just like muscle soreness, there's pain, right? But it's good, right? So there is a good kind of pain. We're never saying like we're showing you how to turn this journey to success into a squeaky clean, um, you know, cuddle fest. Like, yeah, it, there, are, there is some cuddle festing going on and that's great. <laughs> but ah, the cuddle fest. The cuddle fest. But yeah, like, there is a gnarly, uh, dark part of this uh, that, you know, I don't think we talk about all too often because it's, you know, it's, it's not the big player here, but it is. It is, a, it is an ingredient sometimes where, like, yeah, sometimes it just hurts a little bit. And that's, when you look at it in the right framework, it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's called like when you lift weights, it's resistance training. That's what we're doing in terms of, you know, transitioning through life. You are actively putting yourself in a place of resistance so that you can grow and you can expand and you can evolve. And, um, you know, it's in small doses. It's not like you're just throwing yourself into the deep end of whatever it needs to be for the sake of suffering, for the sake of growth, because there's so many people that would prop up suffering as like this, this gateway to growth. And it's, it doesn't have to be a place where you, you just get knocked down and knocked down. It's a place where you can kind of, uh, from a conscious state of mind, enter into it knowing that this is going to be good for me in the end. This is going to be a place where I get to grow and evolve and expand. So I'm yeah. just going to enter into this. It's almost like, and if, if you're an anti-vaxxer, just take it for the theory that it is, like <laughs> vaccines are there so that they insert a little bit of this thing that in large scale could really make you suffer, but in small scale allows your body to adapt and grow and, and try to battle back against this thing that's inside your body. So like moving into something that is transitionary, is that the word? Where you're moving through your coaching transitory? I don't know. Transitory, sure. Or like if you're becoming a parent or if you're moving across country where it's just a stark contrast to what you've done before, know that it, it's okay that it yeah. doesn't feel squeaky clean, isn't a smooth transition because smooth transitions often yield themselves to like, you get further down the road, then that's when the thing that should have probably shown itself in the beginning, or maybe you should have yeah. honored in the beginning, it shows up in a bigger scaled way towards the end of it. So like just seeing it for what it is when it comes in, as you make that transition, honoring it, showing it love, showing it that it's going to be okay. The ego shows up and, and, you know, yells at you that you're going to die and like, you're not going to, it's going to be okay. 
and just keep pressing through because you will be stronger on the other end. Like back to your, your uh, analogy about, you know, weight training, like there is that, that burn from working out. There's also like breaking your leg, like know when you're, know when it's just, this is for the good of me. And this mm-hmm. is like, okay, I need to take a beat because this is too much. Like know where it's, it's for your best good and where it's, this is, this is too much. And I need to maybe scale back the resistance that I'm placing into my life for the, the purpose of me growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Yeah. Shot feels. And one other thing I want to point out is during all of this, I've leaned on others. Like I, I tried the whole thing where it's like, no, I got this. I'm a coach. I'm just going to coach my own brain. But then my brain, like my brain's the one holding this problem in place. Therefore the solution is not found in the thing holding the problem. So for all of you stuck in your own brain, maybe. Can maybe, you say that again? That was, that was really, that was eloquently put. So say it again. Say the thing. I actually don't, don't know what, what I'm said. saying. <laughs> what's he, what's <laughs> Michael Scott say? He's like, sometimes I just keep talking. Sometimes I just start talking and don't really know where it's going to go. But you said, yeah. I'll try to repeat back to you what you said if you can't remember it. You said the brain was the thing that caused the problem and it's holding it. Holding the problem is in the brain. It's the brain. Yeah. That yeah. So that's not where I should go to find a solution. Right. And it, and it's the same thing, right? Like if I'm on the call, if I want to call with like a potential coaching client, right. And I say there's an investment and I can tell that they're, they're experiencing the fear of scarcity. They go, uh, I need to go think about it. Okay, well, thinking, we think from our left side brain, which is the sum of our past, right? It's like a filing cabinet. So like mm-hmm. 99%, I'm like, well, I'm probably never going to hear from that person again because the thing that got them into this place of limitation is the brain. So going to consult the brain, <laughs> you know, right. that is holding the problem in place, not going to work, right? What do you think, brain? It's probably not <laughs> a good idea. Probably not a good idea. You know what's a good idea? Netflix. Um, but uh, <laughs> Sorry. But like, so as I was saying, people, you don't have to do this alone either. Like I was on a call before Nick and it was, it was more of a business related call. And I was just, I was blown away. The guy who I don't know that well, but he's a good human. He goes, dude, let's stop talking about business for a second. You, you seem off. And we just talked for 30 minutes about like, yeah, I'm just fucking scared. Like the mind and body I'm attached to are scared of stuff because I'm a human. Um, and now I'm bringing it up to Nick. And then, you know, I'm talking with my business partner this afternoon, not about business, but just like the human in me is really fucking scared right now. And so when you have that outside party, you know, preferably someone who has walked the path, right? That's why Nick and I are such big advocates of coaching, right? Like, yeah, you can call up your buddy, but they may be like, let's go grab a beer and, and throw chicken wings at people. It's like, that's fun. I get it. I used to do that. But like, it's you used not to gonna... throw chicken wings at people? Bones. You're a savage, Julian Rosen, a savage. <laughs> when I was a young, a youngin, um, I also used to go to people's tables who left and eat their unfinished food. Uh, but that was more so from a, let's not waste this stuff. Yeah, and I was, really I, I was a broke 19 something, but like, um, oh, oh my God. But uh, things are getting a little wild over here. But yeah, anyway, like staying, trying to solve this from the confines of my own mind, which is heavily influenced by the ego in times of distress, doesn't work. Just mm-hmm. simply doesn't work. So if you're in a place of transition or you know to become the person that would make you really happy to become requires you to walk that path of transition, which it will. That's why coaching, that's why, you know, groups that hold you accountable to the person you're becoming, but also show you compassion and sympathy as you do it. That's the key. That's why we're tribal creatures. That's why the iron sharpens the iron. So understand like you shouldn't have to do it alone. It is, it's actually counterproductive to do it alone because like we said, your brain is the thing holding this in place. So don't, don't rely on your brain. That's like asking the warden to get you out of jail. 
but you're a prisoner who's in jail. He's like, no, I no, like, I'm just going to keep no. you exactly where you are. Cause right. that's what wardens do. They keep jail things in jail. So that's uh, their job. You know, it's, it's like, what's his name in that movie where he was a warden, you know, you know, that movie jail time, whatever. So Nick, don't do it alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that advice. <laughs> Sometimes what we say is, as advice to others is really the advice we need to hear for ourselves. I would say oftentimes. Um, so I'm glad that Julian is taking his own advice and leaning on others. And uh, the person that's listening to this going through whatever they are going through, like it is one of the most powerful things that I have done for myself is, is find other people to lean on. Because especially men, I'll, I'll just speak to this because I coach men, is we, we love to create this this story in our mind that we are stronger when we finish it or figure it out by ourselves. We are more powerful when we figure it out by ourselves. Cause then we have like this really cool story to tell or something. I don't know the hero's mm-hmm. journey that everybody loves to prop up in the stories that we hear in the books that we read in the podcast that we listen to the hero's journey of how this, this one person individual started low and they, they, they were knocked down a few times and then they built themselves back up mm-hmm. and then they went and, created this amazing, amazing Well, thing. Nick, actually, if you follow the exact arc of the hero's journey, there's actually a wise counsel that intersects and helps the hero learn something they needed to learn so they can become the hero, Nick. So don't go just talking about the hero's quest when you don't know the full trajectory. Hmm. <laughs> okay, that interjection by, by uh, what I would assume to be the, the book nerd of Julian. <laughs> <laughs> it was excellent yes you're right there there is an interjection by an outside party that uh, allows the hero of the the story to um understand <laughs> what the rest of the process looks like so yes leaning on other people will be part of your hero's journey uh and obviously you talking to you specifically julian you've already done that so i have full faith both through who you are and the people that you've leaned on um you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. I'm going to make yeah. it. I'm going to make it through so. this one. And on the other side of this, you're going to look back, like you kind of already mentioned here, like, oh, wow, that was funny that I looked that in that moment, I panicked. I was worried oh, yeah. that, that what I was going to get into was somehow going to fall apart. It wasn't going to work out because oh, yeah. our, our ego, our subconscious mind, they, they fear that anything that is different is inherently worse than where we've been at because we've gotten so used to what has been good that... Mm-hmm we move into something new and like, Oh, different means bad. Like no different can be, can mean effing incredible. It can be 10 times where you've been. It's just that you have to kind of open yourself up to the possibility of that and know that it's safe to do so. It's not dangerous to enter into the unknown. Yeah. And if you really want to get quantum here, you really want to get into the cosmic order of things in a month from now or two months from now or three months from now, I'm going to look back and, and go, Oh wow. It had to go exactly the way it went for it to work out. Like I had to have that moment of freaking out. I had to have that conversation with Nick and my business partner. I had to have that doubt in order to start to challenge things and move things, right? Like the flow of life only supports the flow and expansion of more life. So when I look back, I'm going to be like, oh, like I had, I had to have that freak out. I had to challenge that belief. I had to, like I had to experience that dark time to challenge the status quo. Like, wow, thanks life force. Um, and then, yeah, the mind and body I'm attached to experience a little bit of suffering. Like, come on, tough pumpkins. That's part of it. That's part yeah, of the story. Tough, tough pumpkins, indeed. Um, yeah, and th- there's also the, the side of this, too. Like, wh- whatever transition you're going through, whether it be, you know, Julian and his coaching business, me with fatherhood, you with, you said listener. Who, who's the listener we're talking to, you think? Oh. 
Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian. If you're going through a transition of a maybe a relationship change. Or, or gender. Maybe, or gender change. Why not? Let's let's yeah. play that role. Like sometimes there is benefit to playing off the, the worst case scenario situation. Like what if what if it doesn't work out as I had planned? Oh, you're still gonna be okay. Oh, you're still gonna be here and alive and have the yeah. opportunity to build yourself back up. Like Julian, not speaking this into into existence, but if if things weren't to work out in this next season of your life yeah. the, with the way that you think they are right now, you are still Julian Rosen and still have the tools, still have the habits, still have this this the quantum superpower, the quantum superpower to to build something back up. We're never at the at the mercy of of life just crushing us to the point of not being able yeah. to do anything from it. So it doesn't even matter if exactly what you want to have happen happens. Like you get mm-hmm. to still know and trust that everything's going to be okay as long as we don't put it in the box of it has to be exactly as I see it right now. Oh yeah. And and back to our good friend ego, your ego will always have a script Mm. and here come the air quotes, people that can't see me of how it should be. Yes. Right. So according to my ego, this transition should just be like super simple, super easy. And just people should be handing me checks for a lot of money along the way, just because I'm so cool involved. Right. Like that's the script my ego has. I'll cut you a check after this call. That's I'm glad you picked up on that. And one, uh, Paco is just, he agrees with you, Nicholas. He's, Oh, thank you, Paco. So sweet. Yeah. I mean, you both wear diapers, so that's why you guys are friends. Um, but, (laughs) but anyway, yeah, your ego always has a script of how it air quotes again should be. And we experience suffering. You know, I've talked about this when it came to the grieving process after I lost my mom. When our ego is involved, that's when suffering happens, right? Like, but life is unfolding for us, whether we are, whether we have the awareness of it or not, it is. And so, yeah, I have this script of how this whole transition should go. And anything that starts to appear contradictory to that, if I fall asleep, if I go unconscious, if I fall down to a lower level of consciousness and let my autopilot emotions hijack me, yeah, I'm going to experience a lot of unnecessary suffering, right? Now there's the pain of transformation that we talked about that initiates you, but there's, there's a, a great deal of the suffering is, is optional. Right. And so this is where surrender and acceptance comes into play. It's like, yeah, like, dude, life's a strange deal. And sometimes this shit is going to look nothing like the plan that my small limited brain created because the universal force that's orchestrating the flow of life is infinitely superior in terms of intelligence and synchronicity than I could ever conceive for my little left side brain filing cabinet. So it's like, yeah. It also, it's nice to just remember like, dude, you're not doing this alone. You're just kind of this, you're kind of just this character in this, in this plot, like, but it's a good plot and it's all going to work out. So chill and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. If you yeah. rush through it, you can't enjoy it. Correct. Correct. That includes life. I, I read that on an Instagram post recently by Julian underscore fearless life. Mm. Mm. He writes good posts. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we've talked a lot at length about all of this transition stuff. Uh, yeah. And as we, we kind of near the end of what we, we chat about here today, Julian, one, I want to honor you for your vulnerability of bringing a topic that uh, I know that just in the space of coaching, there's a lot of people that wait until they are through to the other side that they can advise and talk about the situations that are important about life. But I want to honor you that walking through it right moment, now, people yeah. walking through it right now, knowing that it's safe and okay for you to talk about it and knowing that on the other side of it, you will even have more insight to, to bring to the table because there's so many of our listeners that are probably listening because they're in this place of transition. Um, 
that are looking for some guidance that of the thick of it and you're in the thick of it and knowing that you, someone who's gone through and, and transitioned and, and transformed other people's lives can do this still or like be in this place, I think it's going to be pretty empowering for anybody that's listening to, uh, to our show here. So thank you. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Back. I agree with you. Very good, very good. So with, with that in mind, do you All have right. any tan- tangible taco takeaways? Tangible taco takeaways. So the one thing I would say is cheerfully expect a little bit of the pain right? Because most people remember the pain is the thing that turns them around. They go, oh, this pain must be weakness, right? This pain must be the proof that I am in over my head, whatever. No, it's not. The mind and body you're attached to don't like new shit, right? It's not so much the fear of the unknown, it's leaving behind the known, which I guess is kind of like saying the same thing differently. But like, yeah, it's not the the unknown is pure potential waiting to orchestrate itself around you right? It's just these quantum building Legos. It's a beautiful thing. So it's not the unknown that is really the big bad bruiser. It's leaving behind this comfy little thing you've built, right? This like, yeah, this little, this little offspring. You're like, I built this stage of my life. I don't want to leave it. This is my identity. Yeah. But it's like, well, you know, it's like you're walking through a door to, to awesome town USA, but like the suitcase of the past doesn't fit through the door. So let it go homie, or just keep running into the door frame like a jackass Um, either or, but like I said, yeah, just like expect, like expect a little pain uh, and then expect the inner dialogue that comes with that pain. What are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. Look at all the things that can go wrong. Look at all the people doing it better. Uh, Look at how good you had it before. Yeah. Experience the pain and experience the dialogue, but just understand it's, it's like a little rites of passage. And no, it's not going to be forever. And no, it's not going to last as long as your brain is telling you it's going to last, but it'll be there. And it's like Nick was saying, it's not a stop sign. It's more like, uh, hey, you're 10 miles away. You keep on going. You're on the hero's journey approaching the plot arc. Like, that's what it's saying. It's exactly what it's saying. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Nick? What's your tangible taco takeaway tidbit? Tangible taco takeaway tidbit. Um, Yeah, is Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's, it's going to piggyback a one-two punch off of yours is that, yeah, when the ego shows up, like I was saying before, just what you said cheerfully expect, but when you cheerfully expect, you see it there, you acknowledge that it's there, just kind of let it know that it's going to be okay because there's a part of you that has gone through some gnarly shit before. Nobody is, is walking through this stage of life. I don't know how old you are, person that's listening to this, but if you've gotten to adulthood, you've gone through some stuff. Yeah. whether that is transitioning into adulthood or maybe you become a parent or become a, a spouse or have lost someone or have changed jobs. You've gone through transition. You've survived some, some change in your life. And just, I always kind of remind my clients that when they get kind of caught up in the ego story of how scary change is to remind yourself that you've done some form of change before you've normalized it. But eventually, <clears throat> like you were just saying, it's not going to feel like this forever because at some point you're going to keep on moving through it and get to the other side and it's going to feel like uh, an average day did feel before so just kind of trusting that it's going to be all right reminding yourself that it's going to be okay that you're safe in the emotional state of the funk that the ego is trying to do battle with and and keep on moving to the extent that uh, you feel called to because yeah it's not a stop sign never is it's just a calling to carry on with the trusting and knowing and certainty that Everything's going to be okay, and it's going to be exactly what it needs to be without expectation of, you know, 
X, Y, and Z needs to happen for me to feel good about this transition, I'm going to be okay regardless. I'm going to find a place that, that feels right on top of um, the life that I used to have. There, you get to leave that suitcase behind in the old room and move through knowing that whatever was in that suitcase doesn't need to come with you because you already have everything you need. Yeah. I think that was my thing. tangible taco takeaway. Tidbit. Got it. Cool. All right. Well, guys, thank you for getting value from my pain. I really do appreciate it. Um, but no. On like display. Said, yeah. Nick and I are humans and we experience this stuff too. So we're not up on the pedestal talking at it. We are humans that have gone through it, are going through it currently, or most likely we'll go through it again because we're never done evolving. That is mm-hmm. fact. So yeah, this is a good one, guys. And we would appreciate to hear from you. We'd love to hear your feedback on this and see how this is relevant to something you overcame or maybe it's something you're going through now, but go find Nick on Instagram at Nick underscore moving past mediocre. Go find me, Julian underscore fearless life. Sorry. My headphone thingy keeps, uh, keeps doing weird headphone thingies and yeah, tag us. The headphones are changing, Julian. Oh no. (laughs) They're about to their heroes arc. But there's an arc. There's, there's, you know, Joseph Campbell. There's a lot, a lot of cool stuff about it. Um, I can hear, I can just hear Paco just eating something that he shouldn't be eating, but I can't see him. Anyway, let us know. Reach out to us. Share your transition with us so we can support you and shout you out from the rooftops. But anyway, just know that, yeah, if you're experiencing some gnarly shit, you're human too. And the mind and body you're attached to don't like it. So it's okay to experience some pain and doubt. Uh, Doesn't mean you're weak. Doesn't mean you should stop. Just means you're right where you should be and you actually should keep going. So that's what we have to say for you at Moving Past Mediocre and Fearless Life Combined to become the New school of success. Shaboink, shaboink. So on that note, I think we should. Is, is class? We done here? I think we're dismissed. Yeah. Ring it comes the bell. bell. <laughs>